Good afternoon. When We All Vote Palm Beach County Voting Squad is a nonpartisan organization comprised of 35 or more organizations with the mission to increase participation in the elections and close the race and age voting gap by changing the culture around voting through strategic partnerships in Palm Beach County. And tonight we're here to talk about Amendment 4. What is Amendment 4? Amendment 4 is a statewide law that requires convicted felons to complete their sentence, pay their fines, their restitution. Five to seven years after they've completed their sentence, they can apply to the clemency board to have their civil rights reinstated or restored to allow them to vote. And my first question is, um, first thing I need to say is that civil rights restorations were automatic in 2007. Then, uh, I believe it was Governor Scott, the Republicans took over and they changed it. They put a time limit on it, they put qualification. It was, before then, it was automatic. As the minute you finished your sentence, it was automatic on all crimes other than the most violent types of murder. Now, if it's not, not a very serious felony charge, you have to wait five years after you served your time and completed your sentence. If it's a more serious felony, you have to wait until five years and again, you have to be granted that honor or restoration by the clemency board. The latest thing is, uh, there was an initiative to separate the court costs and the fines so that the convicted felons would be able to vote. And now we have a, uh, appellate court, a federal appellate court that ruled as recently as I want to say Thursday or Friday of last week that felons must pay the fines and that they can be excluded from the voting process if those fines, court costs, and restitution has not been paid. Now, we're gonna start with, um, with a bunch of our panelists. Would you be able to introduce yourself, please? My name is William Freeman, a returning citizen, and my fines and fees are paid. Okay. My name is Oswald Nubo, a returning citizen, and all my fines and fees are paid. Okay. Uh, Prince Arafat from the All-American City here in Derry Beach. A free black man. Okay, and our last panelist. <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> Hello, my name is Janet Woods, and I know I have a lot of fines that need to be paid for me to get my voting rights renewed. I never voted in my life. <laughs> never. Okay. In and out of jail, you know. Seeing like I didn't have time to do it, but now I really want to get my rights back now because I feel like my vote will make a difference now. And I would like to know what I need to do to get my voting rights before I can vote. Okay. Well, what I would suggest to you, the Office of the Public Defender in West Palm Beach, they have a program set up, particularly set up for this particular issue. Uh, the lady that you would want to talk to is Jennifer Lawless, and her number is 561-355-7500. I'll make sure that you have that before we leave. Again, that's the Public Defender's Office, 
7500. I apologize. 7500. And that's Jennifer Lawler. Um, now, you guys tell us, why is it important for you to have your right to vote? Um, as I said, my name is William Freeman. And I'm a returning citizen, a four-time loser. And when I say a four-time loser, that means I've been incarcerated four times, different times. And never voted in my life. I'm 51 years old. And when I got my rights back and voted in the primary, it was such a feeling that I never felt before in my life. Not only was it a feeling, it's something that I push for every single day. Um, today, my vote matters, your votes matters. Uh, I push that because if one voice can change one thing in, a, in the streets, I know my voice and my paperwork can change in the court in on that election. So I might be that one vote that caused a difference in the general election. Now I'd like to call you out on one thing. You said you're a four-time loser. Brother, you are not a loser. No. So I'm not a loser now. Okay, well let's change that. You know, you know, maybe I've been convicted four times, I've been in prison four times, but we are not a four-time loser. So when and I'm, I'm glad you said that. When when a person say they're a four-time loser, that means that all his life he's been on the losing side. Today, like you said, no, I'm not a loser. I am a winner. Everything I do, I win at. Um, I have learned this right here. It takes losses to upgrade to be a better winner. And today, I'm a great winner. I can I can self-defeat, but I won't go down defeated. How about you, Oswald? Oswald, I'm sorry. Why is it important for you to have the right to vote? I feel having the right to vote is important because, well, one, we live in a society that's a democracy. That means our government is elected officials. So having the right to vote is important to me. Not only that, we live in a society that, well, taxation without representation isn't right. They get in trouble. They don't pay their debt to society. They out here working, they're paying taxes, but you can't say who your leaders are who are taxing you. Therefore, your vote matters. And not only that, me, there was a lot of bloodshed. People fought for this right here for us to be able to vote. So it's important for us to vote also because people like lost their life for this. Therefore, I always encourage people, it was bloodshed for this. We need to get out and vote. And Lastly, when I was young, before I got in trouble, I was a registered voter, but I never voted. I didn't even think that it was important because I was young then. So now when I got out and I did happen to get my rights back, I don't ever miss an election. I always put on the I voted sticker. How about you, Prince? Why is it important for you to regain your right to vote? Well, at this particular time, I'm not uh, registered to vote because I'm still on uh, probation. And uh, I get off on probation, uh, off on doing uh, in January. And by the grace of God, I've been on probation right now for being on going on 16 years. So, but my main objective is, uh, we know just like my brother Oz and William said, and Jan, my sister, is that the importance of, uh, of voting. Uh, see, when you understand the law, and then all of us, we've been incarcerated. We understand that the law was always against us. The voting system here in America has always been rigged. And if we don't tell the truth about, yes, our vote count, but then when you become a convicted felon, 
they take away that, that right to vote, especially here in the state of Florida. And what they do right now uh, in the 13th Amendment, they, they script you of everything. So what you have to do is reveal yourself. But all my family members who are, are voting uh, uh, registered, uh, I'm inclined to them to vote because they vote will make a difference. But I'm in the understanding that I know that, like all of us say, that we post to live in democracy. Uh, but this is dictatorship. It always been since four, 400 years ago. They are never going to allow us to get. We, we got, they got it, they said they gave us Barack, but now he was selected. So as we see right now, voting here is a, is a main thing for us. But until black people come together, unite, mm -hmm. and come together and stop being pushed over by the Democrats and the Republicans. I like what Dr. Claude Anderson said. He said, until we build our own community, our community is one that we have our educational, our banking, our police. He said, we still live in a neighborhood, and neighborhoods right now don't have nothing. And he said, at 7 o'clock every night, we go bankrupt. Because he said, white folks, stop selling them, stop selling them, we'll go bankrupt until the next day. So until we change the mentality of our people and stop being slave-minded and have the audacity to say, you know what, we're not going to just take anything from the Democrats. Democrats ain't did a damn thing for us, as well as the Republicans. So as we just come right now to get our own vote, I'm inclined to as I close it, for a third part, because the Democrat been promising us, the Republican been promising us, but we have not received my 40 acres in a minute. And that's what I want to vote for. Give me my 40 acres in a minute. How about you, Ms. Janice? Not the right on voting? Yes, ma'am. I think everybody should come together and vote. You know, like I said, I know that I can't vote now. But like you said, I like, you know, I feel like it'd be best for all of us to come together as one. And like he said, we all need to come together and stick together. We need to go out and do the right thing for our community. Go out there and let people know to vote. You know, it will make a difference in our lives, you know, to make things better for us, hopefully. You know, you know, I can say this that I look at that, we've been going through a lot our whole life. I know I have. It seems like nothing has changed. You know, somewhere a change has to be made, somewhere. For us to do better for each other. You know, they say that we love each other, but sometimes we look down on our own people because some of them think they're way better than us instead of us just coming together as one, you know, to show love toward each other, you know. And then, you know, we just need to stick by each other. I know one time in life we was there for each other, but now we look down. I'm not gonna say, I, some of us in our community, we look down on each other, like they better than us, but we are the same people that we know, you know, they change up on us so much and we don't know what to look at no more. And me, I would love to, to get my rights to vote because I know mine might make a difference 
You know, it might be my only vote that really makes the difference. You know, only if I just get my rock back and I really want it back. You know, because a lot of people say, what's going on in this world today? We need to vote to make things to come better, to be better. You know, I'm not going to say it's going to get better, but we never know. But, but at least with your voting, you'll have a voice in it. You'll be yeah, able to Yeah, I have a voice, you know, that I can, I can speak my point about say, oh, wow, I could have a vote. I made a difference. You know, I can say that. You know, I can't say it now because I never voted. And really, I don't know too much about voting. I don't be into this. I don't listen to this. You know, that's why I can speak on how I feel on the inside about what's going on. Now, I would assume that you you two guys have gotten your rights restored, yes, right yes. to vote. Tell us about the journey. How, how was it? The journey. Um, my journeys took off. Um, it started in 2018 at Sago Palm when I found out about Amendment 4 being passed. Joanne Riviera was the public defender that, that stood behind Sago Palm Restored Program for the guys coming from Palm Beach County, um, gave us the opportunity to do community service hours. And once Amendment 4 was passed, it was like, okay, it's not just about me doing community service hours for my license anymore. It's about me doing community service hours for I can get out and go and vote. Um, the journey, $13,000 worth of fines, court calls and fines. Um, did you have any assistance with the fines or? My assistance was doing community service for every last one of them in Palm Beach County except for a thousand dollar worth. So you went you went through the public defender's office who helped you turn and they into, got it to convert your fine into community service. service. Yes. And it was what, $10 an hour? $10 an hour. So you had a lot of community service. A lot of community <laughs> service hours. And the thing about it, it was not, just not from Palm Beach County. I had a case in Palm Beach County, a case in Brevard County, and a case in Broward County. So I had three different court costs, um, $758 in, in Martin County, which FRRC paid for. Um, Brevard County, it was $1,000, where I'm paying $100 a month each month to bring that cost down. Everything in Palm Beach County has been called up except for $450 that I'm paying $32 a month. And I, I say I'm on a payment plan. And even if you get on a payment plan, you're not in the system as you owe court costs anymore, fines and fees. So there's no reason that you can't vote. So. All right, Oz, how about you? Tell us about your journey and struggle. Well, my journey was much simpler than his. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't have any court costs or fines. Okay. But there's a, another part of the story. When I was sentenced, I was sentenced to two life sentences and 15 years in prison. And I got a reduced sentence, I won an appeal, and they gave me 40 years followed by 15 years, which meant I had 55 years. Hmm. And when they gave me the life sentence, they didn't want no money, they wanted me to just like go to prison. And once they changed my sentence, even though I would get out one day, mm -hmm. they still didn't put no fines or court costs wow. on me. So when I walked out, I didn't owe anything. Mm -hmm. But it took me 25 years, one month, 13 days to go through prison. 
Yes. Mm. I was, so the journey to this was here is having appreciation and wisening up to understand the importance of voting and being out here encouraging others to vote because this is what I see too, why the voting is important and in this journey. Many of the laws that are on the books right now affects the African American community. Yes. Oh, if you look at all the enhanced statutes, they are all the crimes that blacks do. Uh, let's say about selling within a thousand, like drug cases, selling within a thousand feet of a school zone, a thousand feet of a daycare, a thousand feet of a park. Church zone. Church. <laughs> Even the person they don't like that's, that be babysitting, they say that's not a daycare. You catch the wrong drug case, they gonna say, oh yeah, that's a daycare. Mm -hmm. And the guns. So while all the enhanced penalties at is where the African American community is suffering. And like the brother Arafat was talking about, a lot of things are systemic, and that's why I'm about to go get my master's degree in criminal justice now. Because we got to have somebody at the table who's willing to do a paradigm shift in them. Because the laws are, it's, it's bigger than just the vote. The 13th Amendment, once you go ahead and convict the person right there, basically they could give you slavery, legal slavery. Now I can strip you of your rights. I can strip you of your right to bill. I can do a lot of things to you. So the journey for me in understanding and getting my rights back was wising it up and understanding the importance of having my rights and teaching others to how to get their rights back or to use their rights if they can have them. Now what, let's say you didn't have to pay the fines or fees or anything, but what kind of steps, what did you have to do to get your rights restored? Did you have to go through the clemency program? Okay, me, actually one day I was out and about and they're like, hey, they doing a registration drive over at the marina in Riviera Beach. You need to go register. I'm like, because I had a attempt murder case. And a lot of times, from a legal standpoint, they like to condense murder and attempt murder in the same category, mm -hmm. even though it's not a death case. So I say, no, nah, I'm not going. They're not going to let me go back. they like, that ain't a death case. Go over there and register. Three weeks later, I had my voter registration card. And how long ago was that? That was more 2018. than 2018. That was 2018. <laughs> okay. that, that, that. All right. So who helped you get it? I don't even know the organization. Okay. I just know the lady, she sat out. She's like, have you ever been arrested before? I'm like, yes. And she was like, how long ago? I was like, I was 18. She's like, how old are you? I'm like, 46, 45, however old I was in. And she was like, oh, that don't even matter. She, <laughs> she put me in the computer. She, and it was pretty simple process okay. for me. And I told my work partner, and he went and did his online, and three weeks later, he had his. Okay. Wow. How about you, William? Um, I got mine June 10th. Um, Rivera Beach, we did our restart, reentry program, did uh, June 19th, June 10th day at the Wells Recreation. What, and what year was that? 2019. Two, okay. No, 2020. Okay. On June 19th of this year. And. Um, I was the host, I, I put, you know, I'm one of those persons that want people to network and get to know different organizations. And what we did was we did a network with different organizations, uh, vote writers, people that pay um, your, if you're trying to get your license, if you don't have money to get your license, vote writers was there to, to help pay you to get your license, a birth certificate. Um, Nancy Cheney from uh, Legal Women Voters, they was there. Supervisor election, Wendy and Ashley, they was there. Um, all the restore team, Rivera Beach, the Lord Place, um, Goodwill, all the reentry programs was there. 
Um, even though I came in late because I was coming from Belgrade because I had just paid thirteen hundred dollars, not only to pay the rest of my fines and fees, but to get my license at the same time. And um, Nancy Cheney, no, I'm sorry, Arlene Erston from Legal Women Voters uh, said, "William, are you going to be registered?" And I said, "Yeah." And she registered me right then. Um, if you look on Facebook, you see me running from from prison to the polls because I know that my vote matters today, and that's what that's what I do. Uh, my shirt says, "My vote matters." In November third, two thousand twenty, and on the back it says, "Yours matters as well." Okay. Now, what advice would you give somebody? Say, like Janet. Janet's trying to get her civil rights restored. What advice would you give? My advice to Janet is this right here. Number one, call me and let's find out what you owe that we can pay it. Um, number two, don't never give up. Don't give up. Um, listen, you know no is not an answer for us. We don't settle for no today. Everything that we do once we come out of prison is a yes, yes, and yes. Like I said before, and I'm going back to Amendment 4 with the, the last call on third, on Friday. Yeah, we done lost round number two, but guess what? We just got to go back in the ring with number three. And this time we go more effective by, hey, we start paying the court costs. We find out the people that don't have it. Let's, let's find volunteers or let's find Bloomberg that want to give $100 million away. Let's find them people and let's pay for the court costs. So this is what my, I'm telling you is, call me and let me know how much you owe, and I guarantee you it'll get paid. Oswald, you're not finished. You now have to give some advice to Prince. After that, I've known this brother a long time, <laughs> right here, so that's pretty easy. One thing I know about him, he hasn't voted only because he's been restricted from doing it right now. When he finished that probation in January, he all, trust me, as soon as he is eligible, he's gonna get that right. He's always been a warrior. And he's going to be out encouraging others. And yeah, systemically things may, this may be a system that's against us out here, but we're going to turn that around. Yes. Absolutely. When we get enough shoulders behind it. And what I will say to Sister Janet, he made a good thing. I was a law clerk behind the wall. And something entering into payment plans do help change your life with a lot of things out here. Some guys can't get their license because they have court costs and fines. They go down to the courthouse and enter into the payment plan. Sometimes it's $25 a month. You get your license back. Absolutely. Some guys would not even take a few minutes to go down there to enter into a $25 payment plan to get your license reinstated. And it's all about educating. It's about education and, and not being afraid to ask for help and ask for advice. Just like the public defenders and, and the state attorney here in Palm Beach County, they have a program if you have outstanding fines and fees they have some of the judges that will sign the paperwork that will separate those fines and fees from your court case mm -hmm. so that you'll be able to go in and get your registration or get your rights restored. In addition, they have funding where they can also pay for some of those fines and fees, but you just have to know that it's there. And for everybody, the number is 355. 7500, and I believe the lady's name is Jennifer Lawless. Lawless. L O Y L E S S. Jennifer Lawless. And if you can't get a hold of Jennifer, ice for Joanna Rivera. 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 She will be there. She will help you all the way through. 
And when I spoke with Jennifer a couple of months ago, they had helped almost 400 people yes. uh, get there, get through the process. So, what is that number? 561-355-7500. I'm going to make it easy for you. The same number that you called the public defender when you was in the county jail, 355-7500, you'll never That's forget. That's it. I, 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 <laughs> I had him. It blanked me. That's just let you know I'm through with that. Well, no, I, when I help you. I also here in Derry, uh, uh, Christ Missionary Baptist Church and St. Paul Missionary Baptist Church organization that help people pay fine. Uh, we had a, a, a lady who been anonymous, but if you come and you have a fine, she will pay it for you. Oh, so one thing you got to do is just ask, and I say you have the resources. And we have a lot of the guy, but don't get me wrong. Uh, I, I'm, I'm from home, but you know, man, I, I don't like I don't like the things that I see and what I understand. And definitely, we weren't worried about what happened in November, but we got the local elections. Yes, that this one we know because they make laws, they pass laws and ordinance. Is sometimes that we don't know nothing about, and then we're not included in the team. So right here in Derry. I'm included in the takeaway the map, you know what I mean, uh, of the city commissions. So, but at the same time, I keep them in check. I tell them, uh, let me, let me, I don't want to be very vocal, but I tell them white folks, I want to say something else. But I really want to tell them, I tell them just like I'm talking to you, that don't come around election time That's right. and give these false promises. And we'll never see you in the area. It's like you will never see him in Rivera. Only time you see him during election time. They want to come to your church. So only thing what I'm just saying is that I'm helping people. If all my family that vote, man, y'all go and vote. Because that, that's that's a privilege that you have. But when you understand the law, just like all I said, when you under that 13th Amendment, when they included in them, and you get convicted of a felony, that take all your rights away. And they really carry you back into slavery. And that's what prison is. There's no such thing as the Department of Correction. Definitely not. It's the Department of Discorrection. <laughs> and the Department is what it should be. Florida State Prison, that's what it should be called. Because they ain't correct nobody. They ain't correct none of us. Definitely not. If you don't have the will and mind to come back in your community and make a change and make it better than you was before, they're not going to do it. And, and, and you know, you're definitely right about that. And um, I just want to say this right here. I was incarcerated doing the same thing I was doing on the streets. But I was having, I was doing the exact same thing until February of 2019 when I went to the box and I came out. And I know that black history means so much to me. When I came back to Sago, it was so much, it meant so much to me that I, I asked the warden, listen, we got to do something for Black History Month. And this is when I found my purpose in life. He gave me an assignment every Friday to put on an event, every single Friday. And once February was over with, he came back to me, he said, no, you're not finished. Do something for women, uh, Women's Month, Women History Month. Then Women History Month was in March, then April came, April is second chance month. You got to do something every month and every Friday until you get released. And that's when I found my purpose in life, that I got to do something to make myself feel who I am 
number one, but I gotta learn how to love myself. And once I started learning my love myself, when I got my voters registration, and when I got my driver's license, everything else felt in line. My fiance, my apartment, a brand new car, everything else started falling in line. And I go out every single day and I tell young kids, I tell men that's coming out of the county jail from Belgrade, the same exact thing that I'm telling you, that if we don't get out and vote, we can go out and protest 24 seven, but if we don't go out and change where we at, with people that we know that's not doing the right thing, then guess what, our protest was just in vain. And we don't want our protest to be in vain. We want a change in our lives. And you know, I'm doing this not just for myself. I got a, a 37, a 31 year old all the way to a 19 year old, and that's six of them. So, you know, I need to see change in my life. Yeah. Are they all registered to vote? All of them except for two. Okay. And they're on. Matter of fact, I was telling the my mentor that soon as we get back home on tomorrow, that's what they're going to be doing: registering to vote the 20 year old and the 19 year old. So. Good. How about Oswald? You got any final words you'd like to say? Well, I got to go back to the brother Arafat right here. <laughs> okay. He spoke about the local elections. One of the biggest mistakes we make, everybody want to show up for the presidential election, but we don't show up for the local elections. But the reality of life, the average citizen is affected by what's going on in this city every day. That's right. Whether it's the police, whether it's the ordinance and whatever. And we have to realize how important the local elections are because if we go ahead and require our local politicians to do better and do more, they're going to start to squeeze the county and the county will start to squeeze the state and it'll go up. But we want to go to the president. Okay, the president of the United States may never know me, but my mayor may know me. My city council may know me. Right. You understand me? And these people may say, hey, that's a great idea. Let's see what we could do. Go go to the community affairs office and I mean, so we make a difference. Grassroots started from the bottom going up. We always shooting high. People, we might have a decent turnout in November. Then when the local election come up in March, I sat out one day and I, I looked at an election. It was a local election in my area. I'm looking, I'm, I didn't see anybody in their 20s or 30s going out of vote. Everybody, and I was hard pressed to see somebody in their 50s. So the older generation are the ones who will go to the local election and everybody else kind of leave it in the balance. But then we mad when things not going right in our city and it's only our fault. So just saying what the brother Arafat was saying here, the local election is just important. It's really more important because that affects your daily life right there. The, the local election is more important than the presidential election. All right, Prince, how about you? You got some final words you'd want to share with the group? Well, it's always good to, to be in the company of good people. And I thank you, brother, for you know, taking the time to step in and moderate. Uh, uh, I'm, not, I'm not a so-called angry black man. <laughs> I'm just a woke black man. And I'm tired of sitting time that we always get the crumbs that fall from the slave master's table. Sometimes we got to build, you know, I want to slide not just a slice of the pot, man, I want the whole damn pot. So if we just come together and understand the significance of really of this time, I don't care if you put Trump there, if you put Biden there, if the situation does not change in our own community, it will remain the same. So 
the best thing I can just say that to, to the people that you have to make sure you got to have the knowledge of self, you got to have love for self, and you got to care for self. Because you can't care or love for yourself, you can't care or love for nobody else. And until we as a black people stop uh, uh, looking for benevolent white people to hand out from us that we can do for ourselves, and stop, stop, and one thing I want to say, I'm not blaming a white man for nothing he done. Everything he did, he did it for a reason. They knocked us down, they burned us, they lynched us, and we still here. Because we have a purpose to be here. Man, God been shining on us so long, continue. So, even in this pandemic time, people have your word, but just like Janice said, I'm covered. You know what I mean? And not saying I'm covered, that I'm foolish covered. I'm covered, I'm covered on understanding that, listen, I want to die for a, a reason. I don't want to die on the street corner, talking about this is my corner, and I only own the corner. Mm-hmm. I want to, if I, if, I, if I die, I know uh, this is how we will die, let me die for a call mm-hmm. that I can have my grandchildren come up and say, you know what, my granddaddy made a difference. Not just him. And I tell anyone, stop being afraid to step out. We all will. Most of all of us here we are Christian, or we have the Christian faith. But most of us are, are afraid to say really what we really want to say, because you you don't want to hinder nobody up. But now until we start saying a spade is a spade, and most black people are just like she said earlier, are so against one another, the most most segregated and disrespectful place in America is the church, is the Christian church. And because we can't even love one another like we say we're supposed to love. And we so segregated, we won't have the ability to come together. We got all these churches, they ain't got no voice. So when they get a voice, then we will have power. Thank you. All right, Ms. Janet, how about you? Some closing remarks. Well, I can relate what he said when he was in prison. When I was in prison, so they were doing the same thing I was doing when I was on the street. Me doing five years in prison helped me. It helped me to see who I was, to make a change in life. I struggled all my life, drugs and prostitution. Seemed like every time I was trying to come out, seemed like something was always pulling me back. I feel like prison was my journey to go, to be there, to get my life back, to do what was right for me. I did five years. I had to take inventory of my step. I had so much low self-esteem. It's like I couldn't I didn't even love myself. How can you love yourself in the things that which you was doing? I had to make a change. I had people that loved me, that I let down, but they still think for me. They didn't turn their back on me. Regardless of what I did to hurt them, they was always there for me. If nobody else, if I didn't love myself, my family loved me. That's why I made a promise when I was in prison. Everybody who I hurt it, I had to make amends. 
could make amends to the people who are hurted, I wouldn't be right with myself. So I did what Jenny had to do for herself to make things right. And that was to give back something they never thought I had in me. Now when they see me, they tell me, I'm so proud of you. How my son never seen me get high. But he know that his mama got high. And he tell me every day, mommy, I love you. And that is so good when you got a child that love you. My family can say, I love you. And I love myself now. That I said, I came from out of that darkness into that light that I can see now the person that I was. Cause see, like, I didn't have that out there. See, like, something had me blind. I could see that. But it was the choice that I made in life to do the things that I did. Sometime in life, you have to go through something to come out. And I came out, but I, I'm not perfect. But I'm not where I used to be. I can say that. I can say that. Okay. I'm not where I used to be. I could have been dead, but I'm still here. Cause of him. And he didn't know nothing about me. He was watching me and protecting me all the time. And the only thing I can say, I thank God for putting me where I was and did those five years. Cause if it wasn't from him, I think I probably would have been dead. I can say this to myself cause I know me. When I was on drugs, I know me. If, if it wasn't for prison, I don't know what my life could be like. Well, I want to thank you all for coming out and sharing your, your stories with us and how important you feel voting is. And we're hoping that it will influence somebody out there to get registered. Let them know that it's not insurmountable, that you can get your registration and your, your rights restored. Uh, and we certainly want to make sure that you guys continue to make it to the, I'm sure I'm not going to have a problem with any of you guys making it to every election. Uh, got to drag somebody with you, bring a family member, get involved, just like you guys are doing. And Miss Janet, we're going to have to help you get get registered. We're going to have to help you get your... So I can call this number tomorrow? You can call that number tomorrow. And if you don't reach anybody, I'll give you a card. You can call me and I'll help you with it. Okay. Uh, I want to also remind everybody that there is a voter's registration drive on Saturday at Studio 404. That's 404 West Atlantic <laughs> Avenue in Delray. Want everybody to come out, bring somebody with you. We need to, we really need to ramp it up and, and get registered and get get this vote going. We gotta do it on the 3rd of November. We can't fall asleep, we can't just let it pass us. Uh, again, join us on Facebook. When we all vote Palm Beach County Voting Squad. We have a bunch of little uh, seminars and a bunch of podcasts for you to go out and look at with all sorts of stars and regular people like we have here. And thank you very much for joining us.